What is going on, Clipper people? It is me, Positive Chuck Mockler. Today, I am joined not by William the Opinion of Dyke, he is unavoidably detained, but by the clip set co-host, the fantastic Joseph Rye Ward. Joseph, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> doing good. Got a little Clippers bro in there. We might have to talk to him later. Um, <laughs> but this is Locked on Clippers. We come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Come hang out. Make us your first listen. Uh, it's a good time. Good way to start the day. Good way to have information to defend yourself against the anti-Clipper people that you probably work with if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be breaking down the Clippers versus Blazers game that is later tonight when you're listening to this. We're also going to be going over kind of some potential changes we might see from Ty Lue, what we want to see from Ty Lue. It's only been four games, but there's a couple issues. And then in shavings, we're playing Love, Mary Quarantine, which we do every single Friday where we pick something that we love, something to marry, and something to just keep the hell away from us, as well as some discussion about an interesting G League assignment. So we'll, we'll get all into that. But first, we got to give a shout out to McDonald's. This episode of Locked on Clips is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center, some would say. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. McDonald's, Joseph is absolutely loving it. Let's I actually get... am. Yeah, I it's actually just a good am. time. And I will tell you that there is McDonald's in my future probably tomorrow because I... if I feel bad <laughs> after this booster shot, All right, yeah. I'm going to need some McDonald's in my life. Joseph famously did his own research, um, got the booster shot. I actually had to get a, a rapid COVID test yesterday. Got some McDonald's after I got the negative today. Felt great. That's what's up, um, celebration. Celebration. Let's get into this Clippers versus Blazers preview right off the bat. Marcus Morris out for this game. Um, Batum is in the starting lineup. How have you felt about Batum in the starting lineup so far? Uh, he's ambulatory, which is great, um, which is something Marcus Morris was not in the first two games of the season. I think it's great. I think he fits in well with that group. I think those guys are pretty much interchangeable. They bring a little bit of different stuff here and there, but mm -hmm. the general archetype of all those guys is about the same. Um, I just love Nick Batum, and I'm so happy he's still a Clipper. Oh, yeah, uh, 100%. Could not agree more with that. Um, let's get right into what we need to do well. You have an interesting note in here. Why don't you expand on, I believe it says, defend, defend, defend. What do you mean by that? Uh, I mean that the last time we played Portland, our strategy was apparently leave them wide open and it worked. <laughs> so uh, maybe they do it again. But uh, the biggest concern that I've had, you know, in this young season has been the Clippers complete and total inability to stay in front of anyone. Sure. Um, and that's been a big issue. And you cannot bank on Dame and the Blazers missing all of their shots again. Um, so Defense is really like the number one thing the Clippers have to lock in on if they want to get a second win against Portland. Who are you kind of looking for to step it up defensively in this game? Um, some of it is schematic, but I think I think sure. the guards, both guards, they got to make up for what they they tried to do against the Cavs because Reggie and Bled were poor defensively against against the Cavs. Yes. The, my biggest issue is that they have been dying on every single screen. Yeah. Every single time. No legs. Um, no. So it'd be really nice if they could, you know, navigate a screen a little bit better so that it's not two on one against Sue. Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, Zoo, dude, Sue's gotten some hate this year. <laughs> like, he gets it all the time. That's so, my boy. I don't get it. So here, I will say this does lead me into the other point of what we need to do well, which Zoo has been up and down at. Not yeah. be losers on the boards. Let's just not. Yes. Um, Portland is eighth in total rebounds. 
we are last. We are dead last in total rebounds. Um, and I believe our our rebound percentage for offensive defense is also bottom 10 in the league. So we're not even like sneaky good at rebounds. We're just getting crushed on the boards. And I'm not yeah. sure how much that's to blame, like you kind of said schematically, and how much it's to blame on some of these weird five-out lineups that Ty Lue's kind of been using almost as if they're a luxury to try out, when in reality, we can't be trying this goofy shit with Winslow, Bled, and Man out there. And like right, like right. that. Um, so I'm hoping we can grab some boards because after what happened against the Cavs, obviously the personnel for Portland doesn't have three seven footers, but I'm really hoping they kind of, they stake their claim in the paint. Like let's, we let's have Bledsoe actually drive and kick. Let's have him hopefully hit some shots inside the paint, not take any outside of it. Like, please God, yeah. please God. Um, I'm hoping man can kind of bounce back. It just, everyone feels like they're due right now. And I'm hoping yeah. that that damn breaks against this Portland team. God, I hope so. I hope it breaks <laughs> for the next like 25 games. Uh, yes. Because anytime been, we're at home, it has been rough. Now let's get into what could go wrong. You have another note in here that I'm trying to wrap my head around. It says dot, dot, dot the defense. What? <laughs> what there might the... be a theme to all of my notes. So you're in not, this so you're not worried about like the offense at all in this game. Are you in this game? Particularly, we're not talking, we're not talking whole season. No, I mean, not in this game and not in particular. I think a lot of that has been variance, in my opinion. It just, yeah, they've right. been generating a lot of open looks, which is something that's positive. I have that, I think, later in the doc, too. But um, the offense to me is a matter of making or missing shots. They're shooting a lot of threes, they're getting a lot of good looks. Obviously, there have been some questionable, questionable decisions, which every team has. Um, but the defense has just been so bad. Like, that's, that's really all I can think about. Like, I'm up at night sweating. <laughs> yeah, night, day, um, day, thinking night. about it. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned the shooting. I put just no one makes any shots. Like we're currently shooting yeah. 30% from three as a team. A, a cool right. 11% worse than last season. Um, small margin. Yeah. Sure. Very small margin. And we, look, it is, it's a small sample size and stuff like that. Reggie has to be due. Um, he's taking more like threes per 36 than like, I think any, at any other point in his career. It's um, like 14, right? It's like 14 threes per 36 minutes. Pavi was on our show after the, I believe it was after the Blazers game. And he was yeah. like, how did Reggie find time to shoot 15 threes? Like he was like, I was at the game. I did not see Reggie shoot 15 threes. I don't think, but right. <laughs> like he managed to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, someone's got – we just need two guys to not shoot sub 33%. Like, if two guys are at 40, yeah. even if it's just two of five, like, I'm fine with that for this game. Right. Um, yeah, we, we we need someone like Luke so, – someone other than Luke, actually, to step up yeah, in the basketball. Yeah, 100%. Um, let's get into some key matchups. I think this one for me is Clippers versus remembering the last game versus the Blazers. They just need to pretend it didn't happen. This right. game was this game was so sloppy. Either team could have been blown out, right? Like it. Right. Watching that game, the Clippers dominated scoreboard wise, but play wise, it was kind of just like it was all over the place. It was a chaotic blowout. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it didn't look good. It just didn't look good. Um, and all of a sudden, you're like, when did the Clippers get up twenty five? Yeah, and um, then you're like, all right, I guess we'll take it. I guess we're just gonna take it and run. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I feel you. They need to kind of scrap what happened there, and and the game against Cleveland. Just only is. remember, yeah. I I mean, what's been their best played game up to this point? The Warriors, literally the first. Yeah, game? but even that was totally 
batshit crazy. Um, <laughs> maybe the stretch the bench had against Memphis in the at the end of the first into the yeah. second. Well, the I bench that stretch. Was like their best. So the key, another key matchup is: can our bench do what they did to Portland's bench last time? That second right. quarter, what was it like a fifteen to two run? That was when yeah. we first saw the lit crew make their first appearance. Uh, Luke, Isaiah, and Terrence. Real quick, let me get a temperature check from you on the lit crew nickname. I was surprised that someone came up with something better than um, whatever I said. What was it? Heart- <laughs> Humble words from Joseph Fry Heart- Award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man oh, of the Luke- people. Lukenstein's manster was my. That's pretty good. My- That's yeah. pretty good. I'm that lends itself well to a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. I, I hope the bench doesn't have to carry us on this one, but with how poorly Dame right. and CJ played last time, we might need another kind of lit crew kind of game. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're they're going to be a big swing piece, I think, moving forward. If those if that little group can play well, I think it'll be a good harbinger for success. Yeah, and then what's this other what's this other key matchup you got? Uh, Bledsoe versus himself. Sure. I think there have there have been times where Bledsoe has looked good. Um, I have described him as an agent of chaos, but in a positive way. Um, and I think if he does more of that and less of just the bad decision making, <laughs> shooting any doing, three. Yeah, the the shot selection isn't great. You know, he did shoot that one catch and shoot three against the Cavs, which that's like the only thing you would want him to do is shoot a catch and shoot corner three. But at the same time, he had Kevin Love lumbering towards him and no one behind him. Yeah. So it's like you Go have to make Kevin a better Love. decision there. Right. So if if Bledsoe can kind of settle into what it is that we need him to do, I think that's going to be a really big um, positive influence to whatever the Clippers are doing in, in tonight's game. Yes. We also need Paul George to bounce back. Like, I feel right. <laughs> I feel bad, but I'm like, we've gotten so much from Paul George only four games in. Like it, we've, and I'm like, we got, we have a whole long way to go with this. What's your prediction for this game? You think Clippers get another dub? Do we get on the win? Do we get in the win column for the second time this season? Yes. And the reason yeah. why is because we, we own the Portland trailblazers ever since we got Kawhi and PG. We Literally. have not lost to the blazers since I think March 12th of 2019. Hmm. Well, let's hope, let's hope the streak continues. Don't want, don't oh, want yeah. to, don't want you to be the one who jinxes it um i also (laughs) i also think the clippers will win we always think the clippers will win on this podcast um i also said when i were talking about that Cavs team we were like the Cavs team was a tougher matchup than the blazers yeah three seven footers two guards who are insane like it it's just goofy and it's hard so they presented a more complex problem yes they very well because pavy brought it up with the blazers it's like you know what the blazers are going to run there is right. no mystery as to what they're such a scouted team. Um, and one of the few things Doc Rivers got right was saying that the NBA is the most overscouted league um, in terms of teams. Yeah. You just know what guys are doing. Um, let us know what you think is uh, going to happen with this Blazers game over at Locked On Clips. That is, I believe, at 7.30 at the Moda Center. Uh, coming up, we're talking clips, fixes through four games that we might want to see way too early. But when you're a daily podcast, you, lo- you live on small sample size. But first, hey... We got to give another shout out to McDonald's. I bet you didn't know that that McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries, a place where maybe, you know, your parents come to hand you off because maybe things aren't going so good at home. 
Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's the place you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say Locked On Clippers watch party at McDonald's? At McDonald's? I am loving it. All right. (laughs) All right. Welcome to uh, Clip Fixes Through Four Games. This is basically me interviewing Joseph Fry Award about things that are tangible worries and things that are just, you know, four game jitters. I think the shooting, we can chalk that up to that's early. You know, that's the shooting variance will will sort itself out. Um, What is something that you think is potentially a bit of a bugaboo moving forward for the rest of the season? Um, I think our pick and roll defense has been particularly troubling because it seems like no, we said this season, not last season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think our, our guards have been dying on every screen, but also I feel like we're sending two at the ball and just letting the roller be wide open. Yeah. Um, And that has gotten us in a lot of trouble because we're expecting, you know, the back end of the defense to be able to rotate and help out. And there's just, they don't have that. They're not on a string. They're not Kawhi. Yeah. Kawhi shores up so much of that. So many busted plays are not busted on the defensive end because Kawhi Either exactly. has everybody running at the same speed or is there to, to make that change. Right. And you can't ask Paul George to do that, not only because he's not Kawhi defensively, even though he is a good defender. Absolutely. Um, but because it's going to tax him too much on that end. Like we saw him play great defense against Portland, but he only scored what, like 15, 17 points yeah. in that game. So you can't really ask him to carry that load for 82 games. Um, with everyone so, else hurt too like if everyone else was exactly. healthy like if if mook was healthy and we had surge and all the stuff i'd be like well maybe we could do it. but now it's like nope like nope they're making batum i mean batum we played memphis guarded like john Morant. he guarded everybody on that team right um that's a fair thing to get a little worried about is there anything else other than like what about offensively because offensively i mentioned the shooting is probably i mean it will come back of higher than 30 percent, sure mm-hmm. but what offensively do you think so far through through these games is a little, mm, you know? Um, I think just some of the decision-making for sure. Um, I think that Bledsoe is a part of it. Reggie has been a part of it. I just think they've taken bad shots here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I That's really my main issue because I think a lot of it is just a matter of variance. The shots aren't falling. Yeah. You know, the, these and, are a lot of the shots that Reggie made in the playoffs. Um, exactly. This that, is... He's playing like we're down Kawhi in the playoffs, which is different than down Kawhi in the regular season. Exactly. Right? Like you don't need to really do that much hero stuff right now. Um, And especially when the shots aren't. I mean, remember when Reggie was first on the team and every time Reggie would shoot, it was just, oh, yeah. Or it was like, oh, damn it. Like you just never knew what was going to happen. Captain of the no, 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 yes team. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And this kind of segues, what's getting you hyped through these four games that's tangible? For me, something that's not tangible is the amount of steals we're getting per game. I don't think that's, I don't think 12 and a half or whatever it is, uh, is sustainable right now. What is getting you hyped that can be sustained by this Clips team? That even without Kawhi, the team is generating open looks for Mm three-point shooters. Shout out to That is something that I think is great. The offense still looks like it can generate an open look whenever they need it to. Um, It's just a matter of hitting shots and having you know, at least two three-point shooters on the floor instead of just one, which they yeah. did a lot against the Cavs. 
Um, but just being able to see them generate those looks basically at will really makes me feel comfortable that once the guys kind of settle into the season, the offense is going to be okay. Yes, that's a very good call. What have you, this is kind of a pivot back to kind of the, the things that worry you. Are we worried the Clippers are going too small too often? Like we've seen so much small ball through these four games. And I mean, Hartenstein, now that he's kind of come onto the scene and shown that he can be valuable, I think we might see a little less small ball lineups. But man, has Ty Lue been tinkering with some of those small, those five out lineups. I think some of it's matchup dependent, um, just based on who we've played so far. Sure. Um, like but when we I went also small against Stephen Adams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was really matchup dependent. No, I, but I also think he's tinkering. You know, we've, yeah. we've all given him the moniker, and I think he's just trying to figure out who can do what, and he wants to have more information than he did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also a really successful look for the Clippers, but if you don't have Kawhi, I don't know how much more successful it can be, you know, given our personnel. Yeah, that's a good call. Also, speaking of which, when is the tinkering tie photoshops going to happen? How have we not seen, like, any of those? That's a good, that's a good point. If, if any listeners want to get out there and start um, photoshopping, photoshopping Ty's face on like what a watch repairer, like what exactly oh, yeah. is it to No, tinker, that's what I mean. Know? Like, is it like tinker toys? Cause those were a thing. Um, yeah. That but I some like of our listeners might remember. You right. I mean, like it's a like, scientist. Yeah, that could be it. I feel like there's something, there's a small, there's something in his hand that he's hitting onto another small thing exactly it's got to be small all right well we're going to spend the surprises ladies and gentlemen at locked on clips yes and at clips at pod um is there any way because we've talked about this uh will and i've talked about this probably too much through only four games when do we think this team's identity is going to get flushed out we don't know what it is yet we don't really have like the hard-nosed defense we don't really have the you know, we're generating open looks, but we're not making them. So I don't think that's a real right. identity to really settle on yet. Like, wait, 15 games? Is it going to take that Maybe, long? Maybe it might be more depending on, on Mook's knee and when Surge comes back. Because I think you have to give those guys at least 10 games together to, to figure out if what you want is feasible with sure. them in the rotation. Um, I think that there was some hope that this would be, you know, like a gritty, hard-nosed defensive team. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's yet to be seen. Maybe they figured out, maybe they simplify things like they did against, you know, Dallas and it turns everything around. Um, but I don't really know. I don't really know if the conceptual idea of what the team was going to be mm-hmm. is necessarily going to be the reality, but at the same time, super early. Yes. I think we early. need at least 15, 20 games to figure out who can actually play and then go from there. Yeah, we don't, we don't even have like a full hand of fingers of games yet since and we're breaking right. this down. Um, what is, <laughs> on a scale of Luke and Baumute's soreness, what's your level of worry with Mook's knee? I'm, I'm not ready to call him Mook and Baumute yet. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Um, that, just, but... that gave me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, did you get boosted too, bro? Me too. Uh, so I, I'm concerned. Sure. I'm not going to say I'm like incredibly concerned, but the reason I'm concerned is because this feels like this is going to continue to linger. Yeah, I would say I'm incredibly concerned. <laughs> I am well, truly. As you know, I am the preeminent uh, <laughs> optimist of Clippers yeah. Twitter. So. Joe, cool. Yeah. Um, no, I. I mean, it was bothering him to end the season, right. as we know. He it bothered him. 
I'm assuming throughout the offseason because he didn't play in any preseason games. And then the management of it was like, all right, well, he didn't play any preseason games. Let's get him back into shape. Why don't you get on there in that starting lineup? Like, why not yeah. just just get just put Batum in there, who's very clearly healthy enough um, right. to, to start? Like, I'm honestly mostly worried because of how they handled it. And I think part of me is worried because of how they handled or not handled Serge's back last year. Like, remember that? Yeah. That footage of Serge, like, working out? Like, lifting yeah. those heavy-ass weights, and then, like, a week later, it's like, oh, wow, Serge had surgery. Huh. Yep. Not a good chain of events right there. I think Serge will be back before move. Red flags. Like I really? think I did. I mean, at this point, like you told me, no hot takes. <laughs> I don't even think it's that hot of a take. Like we're what for five games in. A lot of people, a couple of people, pegged him coming back around ten games or something like that. It's like November, like twelfth or whatever. Um, right. But that's an actual timeline. Like that's an act. Like I just, this also goes deeper with how the Clippers and pretty much every NBA team deals with injuries by just not telling anybody. Right. When people are going to be out, but no, I think, I think Serge might come back before move. Wow. I, I hope you're wrong. Do you? Cause if Mook comes back before Serge, I might be like, this is too early. No, only because of a miraculous recovery. I, <laughs> right. I really hope that we have absconded Mook away to, to Germany to get Regenikin or whatever. <laughs> He's like, I got three knees now. It's like, Oh, sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I doubled uh, up on each. Yeah. <laughs> it's, dude, it's awesome. Look how I can turn all these weird ways um coming up in shavings we're gonna be talking brandon boston jr getting a g-league assignment how we feel about that as well as playing a classic love mary quarantine with a hidden track that you will never hear but it was very funny that we were talking about before uh the podcast went off but i gotta give a shout out to built bar uh joseph you attempt to take care of your body right yeah i have to you try um well did you know that built bar has it's fantastic it's very good for you it has delicious flavors there's something for everybody they got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Right now, I'm a little partial to the mint brownie. A little fancy, you know, a little decadent. Get a little health yep. in there too. And if you don't want to try uh, just one singular flavor, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they are also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams net sugar and only four to five grams net carbs. Order today, get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field and team. You were part of the U.S. track and field team, right, Joseph? I was, I was, yeah. Right, of course. Uh, the discus, I believe. Uh, unbelievable, yep. this guy. Go to built.com, use promo code Locked On. You'll get 15% off your order. Use code Locked On for 15% off at built.com. And now that you're proteined up, it's time to bet money on sports. And you should do that at betonline.ag, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing for two teams. You can track all the action at BetOnline, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the NBA, NHL, WNBA, UFC, and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome to Shavings. I was I was the preeminent discus athlete until a horrific pop-locking accident. 
Well, pop locking also in the Olympics now. So you kind of screwed yourself twice. I did. I did. <laughs> Speaking of uh, pop locking in no way whatsoever, Brandon Boston Jr. Um, is out for the Blazers game due to a G League assignment. How are we feeling about this? I'm curious as to whether or not it has anything to do with the quote unquote joke Ty told at uh, availability about how Brandon has been pestering him for playing. Ooh. Time. Um, it's honestly probably wonder, a little of both yeah he was banished like okay enough enough you want some heard, time? You talk to me all sure. game yeah. yeah you talk to me all game just go down there you play your heart out i'm excited to see brandon Moss jr in the g league i think it makes sense i think all of our rook- no rookies are getting time on this team right now right like they're, they're well, no one's not. healthy other than brandon Boston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um so i'm excited to see what he can do we all know the scoring is there we we know that he can we know he can score at an NBA level. Like it's not even that like the the idea of scoring at an NBA level is there. We know it's fully there. I just hope they stick him on the best ball handler on whatever team they're playing and get him reps on defense. Yeah, a little sink or swim. Yeah, just run him through. Yeah, I mean the, the big thing with him is he's raw, right? So yes. you have to help him build skills. And the only way he's going to be able to do that is by playing all the time. And so I think this is actually a good move for his development. Um because not only is it going to help him get better, sneaky, I think it's going to get Justice uh, Winslow better too. Because I think he might feel the pressure a little bit that we're getting this kid rep so he can get ready to play. Man, I hope Justice Winslow plays better. Me too. He has not been good. Um, the G League team's kind of interesting this year. They got Jay Scrub. Now they got Brandon Boston Jr. They got Harry Giles. This is kind of a stack. Like, this would be I a fun. I might drive to Ontario. That's what I'm go. saying. Yeah. Like, this would be a fun team to go watch. Um, yeah. Do we think when Keon is healthy from whatever he is sick from, which they need to get him to a doctor or something? Cause he's been, yeah, probably get that checked out. He's been sick for so long. This isn't a knock on him, but like, what is the team doing? (laughs) Yeah. Who gave him mono? Yeah. Identify yourself. Get him some vitamin C. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for the G league. Should be a fun time this year. Um, All right. Let's get into the most important part of the show. Every Friday here on locked on clips, we play love, Mary quarantine. Uh, which is where we pick something. To, it's 2021. So we pick something to love, something to marry, and then something to just get away from us because we don't okay. want it. Um, so Facebook recently changed its name to Meta. Something Super cool. Hey, feels like a first draft, but whatever. Um, now we're doing, what should the Clippers change their name to? This rebrands are all the rage with Clippers fans because most, I personally think there should be a rebrand for sure. Um, okay. I don't think there will be because the name is already worth $2 billion or whatever, but that's besides the point. Um, What should the Clippers change their name to? The options this week are the Caballeros, 70s style uni, commemorating a very important and cool part of California's history. You know, maybe guy on a sweet horse. Pretty cool. No one's mad at that. Um, Pays homage to, you know, uh, I mean, it would just be sick. I think people would learn a lot. You could do something at the Intuit Dome um, with all that good stuff. Other option, the Balmertrons, which is just a robot Balmer team. It's a robot Balmer mascot as well. Maybe Balmer in a mech suit, but that gets a little takeover the worldy. Um, and then we have the LA Dogs. Mascot is a classic bacon wrapped hot dog uh, with onions and a jalapeno in it. And with this one, every ticket holder who's at the game gets a free dog. Love a free glizzy. Love it. <laughs> Look, who's, who's mad at that? Which one of these are you loving, marrying, and quarantining? Okay. Choose well, because so, we got to deal with it for the next 50 years as a team. Correct. I think I'm going to love L.A. Dogs okay. because I do love myself a good L.A. Dog. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to quarantine. I'm not going to go in order because I want you to feel 
my my marriage. Sure. I'm gonna quarantine <laughs> the Balmertrons. It just that's fair. It makes me uncomfortable just yeah. thinking about it. You know, I for some reason the Balmertron has red eyes. Well, we had one like, idea on yeah. here that was uh, a TV show called The Baby Balmers, which was Balmer trying to pitch a show about a a bunch of little tiny Balmer babies, and that was kind of a haunting image. Yeah, I don't like that either. I'm going to quarantine that as well. They can quarantine together. Yeah, for never um, on the show. And so you're marrying the, the best. I'm going to marry the Caballeros. And the yeah. reason why I'm doing that is because I think it is the coolest of the three options. Now, I do think it's funny that there has been this uproar about the arena. And we have decided to now name the team after colonizers, the Spaniards that came sure. and just That's laid fair. waste to the natives here. So right um that feels the most apt actually so well it's already sponsored go. by a tax service that defrauded a whole bunch of people so exactly no it's all it's all corporate synergy i think this is, is what, what i'm saying that. man this is why this is what i'm saying um if you could actually pick a rebrand what would your rebrand be for the because it's coming I, right yeah i wouldn't change the name personally and the only okay. reason why i wouldn't change the name is because i want the clippers to have a title i think if you if you change the name and then win a title, the Clippers are still a joke. But like, then like Sterling your, your gets a fandom ring. has been a, a joke. Yeah. I just think that uh, a Clipper banner means more to sure. me than, you know, whatever we change. An LA name. dog I, banner. Exactly. I do Actually, think. Well, <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe if they are the LA dogs, it's just a so I think big, giant hot dog. If they can somehow get one before the new arena then I'm like, yeah, let's change it to the new arena, which won't happen because they'd have to rebrand the entire new arena. Um, right. I just, I want to rebrand. I just don't think, I think the name is weirdly too valuable. Like there's, yeah, there's the hate that goes along with it that gets you clicks. Like we, we can't pretend that the negative engagement isn't also helping money go up in some right. aspect for the Clippers. So, man, I, yeah, I hope it happens the 10 years, right? They got to, they got to lean into the nautical thing. You gotta make it about the boats. I think it's either. I th I agree. It's about the boats. Will had an idea that they name it um, like the longshoremen, or something like that, or like something related to That's like two dock. Nose. Sure, or something related to like dock worker. Like, there's a shit ton of giant ports and stuff here in yeah. Los Angeles. Like, right. there could be some cool stuff with that. Like, remember the old Islanders mascot. Um, that was an angry fishing guy with a hockey stick. Yeah, <laughs> like that was pretty so sick, dude. Yeah. Something like that is what we need. Like, right. and I hope, I hope, whatever it is in ten years, that they don't go too futuristic with it. There's been yeah. this nice throwback to this kind of '70s style. Like, I think Gritty really started it for the the Flyers, where yeah. it's like, what if we had mm -hmm. a mascot who's just a, a lunatic figment of our imagination? And like, yes, I think these. I hope that goes into it more. Um, do you have high hopes for the city edition jerseys? God, I don't know. Um, is it another uh, Mr. Cartoon mashup? Because if it is, I'll be excited. Well, we haven't seen any promo for it. What if it's a mashup with homies? Hmm. Hmm. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> I, I'd like, I'd take a Luke Kennard little homie figurine as a giveaway. That would saying. be hilarious. Yeah, hell yeah. He's got a that's high socks. <laughs> How down is Luke Kennard yeah. is what we're going to figure <laughs> yeah. out. There's just, yeah, there's a sock checks at every game when you got to go to the... <laughs> They're up to his eyes. They're <laughs> yeah. so high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the guy, like, the pants are just so high. Um, yeah. Yeah. Beanie, beanie to the brows. Yeah. Pants One crease. One yeah. single crease all the way down. Which is 
that's all he is is a crease yeah that's it that's his whole <laughs> yeah. being oh man zoo man the zoo homie figurine would be so funny um <laughs> all right well we'll talk about all that on locked on uh homies collectibles um <laughs> joseph thank you so much for being on this pod thank you for having me you're vaxxed up you're ready to go and now well you were already vaxxed up uh these people right. want to listen to more of your content where can they do that you can find me at Clipset Pod on Twitter. I have a podcast with my best friend, uh, Brian Cullen, who is Brian S. Cullen on Twitter. Um, we do a weekly show. Um, we have a lot of fun, interesting guests. Um, and yeah, it's a good time. Go subscribe. We also have a Patreon yes. if, you're, if you're into What's the URL for independent that? media. It is patreon.com slash Pod. There you go. Go give them your hard-earned money. They deserve it. They do fantastic work over there. Also, listen to their Track of the Week playlist. They ridiculed me for my last choice, but I forgot about it. Uh, I got flamed on Twitter for one a couple of weeks ago. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Monday's episode, we're going to be doing a Clippers versus OKC Thunder preview. Shea's return. Uh, oh, yeah. Very excited for him to drop 45 on us, and then they're probably going to lose. So that'll be a good time. Uh, are you going to that game? Uh, hopefully. If I feel good, I will be there. Right. Well, look good, feel good, play good. We're also doing the freshies where we're talking the new guys, a Luke Kennard progress report, and of course, Vorp Watch, which everyone Hell is yeah. very excited about. Sweeping the nation. Oh, Vorp Watch. Oof, it's a fever. Uh, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipland, of course, you can find Locked On Clips uh, on Spotify, French music streaming app Deezer. They love us over there. iTunes, go ahead. Please leave us a review. We really need it. Um, you can also find us on hat pods, which you can actually only listen to if you're wearing a hat. So there are some, some qualifications for that one, but it is a good time over there. Um, we thank y'all for hanging out with us. Like I said, we come through Monday through Friday, seven in the morning, make us your first listen, and we will talk to you on Monday.